The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Bet $50 at Winbet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with Winbet. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our relaunched merch store where you can get all your favorite SGPN gear. Just head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. You are listening to a double header special here 
on the Soccer Gambling Podcast covering the Community Shield tomorrow between Manchester City and Liverpool and of course the Euro 2022 Women's Final as England take on Germany. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGPSoccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can also follow my Twitter account for BetMFC. We're tweeting all things Man United. It's at BetMFC. That's at BetMFC. And finally, also follow the Twitter account for my premium pay service, LockBetting.com. The Twitter account is at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. So LockBetting.com without the dot. That is a service that has provided or is on the verge of providing 110 months in a row of transparent track profit. What that means is for nine years and two months, I haven't had a single losing month in sports betting. If you want to do your research on that, and you should, go to the LockBetting.com Twitter account at LockBetting.com. Look at the pinned tweet and you will see it is the PL from the previous month. You'll be able to see the type of bets we do. You'll be able to see the sports we bet on. And you'll be able to see the sensible stakes that we put out. You'll also see members' comments at the bottom verifying the fact that spreadsheet is legit. If one isn't enough, we have hundreds more. Just go down to the bottom of the page, click the tab that says PL. You'll see tabs that say things like soccer, tennis, NBA, etc. Click the one that says PL. You'll be able to see the old previous PLs. You'll be able to see the stakes. We'll be able to see the sports. And you'll be able to see the profit and losses along with the members' comments verifying the fact that this service has genuinely delivered 110 months in a row of transparent track profit. What that means is I'm 10 months away from being able to say I haven't had a single losing month in sports betting for a decade, an undefeated decade every single month in sports betting. If you want to be a part of that service, if you want to be part of that success, sign up in time for August the 1st. August is what I consider to be the start of our financial year at LockBetting.com. The calendar year is January to January. At LockBetting.com, it's August to August because we release so many futures in August. We hit 81% of those futures, so it's important to be on board. I'm talking about domestic soccer, all the soccer leagues. I'm talking about the NFL. We'll be dropping futures for the NFL in the month of August as well, along with the return of the soccer season. So huge huge month coming up and you can be a part of it over at lockbetting.com moving on with why we're here it's to look at these two key games this weekend the community shield represents the start of the soccer season and that takes place tomorrow it is between manchester city and liverpool where manchester city are the narrow favorites to win the game City are priced up as the 6-4 to favourites to win in 90 minutes. It's 13-5 on the draw and it's 2-1 here on Liverpool. The lift the trophy odds see City as the 3-4 to favourites with Liverpool available at 21-20. to The method of victory market sees Liverpool at 2-1 to win it in 90 minutes as we stated in Man City at 6-4. to but the penalty shootout sees both teams priced up at 11 to 2. Obviously, with a week to go before the start of the new season, we're not going to have an option to play extra time here in this game. So, how do I see it playing out? Well, I find it difficult to see the justification for making Manchester City the 6 to 4 favourites here. I think these two teams are very, very close. When you look at their first 11s, I think when you start to look at squad depth, that's when things start to favour Manchester City, which is why I feel that they are correctly being positioned as the clear favourites to win at the EPL. But in a one-off game, it's very difficult to call a winner between these two teams. And the evidence of that is the fact that they had um, 
two draws in the Premier League last year and in the other game where they drew each other in the FA Cup, that was won by Liverpool and that was won at Wembley Stadium where Liverpool won the game and went on to play Chelsea in the FA Cup final, which they also won. So it's interesting to see City as the favourites. Perhaps that's the Haaland effect. City have had a better window. It looked like it's a better window than what Liverpool have had. Liverpool have only really added Darwin Nunes. And even that signing has been met with some very mixed reviews given Darwin Nunes' pre-season form. And of course, with Benfica speaking out about the, the price they got for him, saying that they were shocked and they actually have some equivalent players in their youth team. Obviously, that could just be um, Benfica stirring the pot and trying to obviously attach high price tags to their remaining players. But yeah, it goes without saying that he hasn't been overly impressive in the preseason period. I know he scored four goals against Leipzig recently, but um, his touch, his finishing, all of that doesn't look on point. He doesn't look like a £100 million striker. He does look like a quality striker. He does look like someone that could fit into the Liverpool way of playing. But for me, if you're going to lose Sadio Mane for what you lost him for to Bayern Munich and then you go on and spend this money on Darwin Nunes, I understand that he's a lot younger, but you are losing a lot there in Sadio Mane. I think Sadio Mane's loss has been very, very much underrated and understated. And it wouldn't surprise me to see Liverpool struggle a little bit stylistically this season with this front three because Sadio Mane was the man who led the press. Yes, everybody played that way, but the first striker that was there that implemented the way Liverpool wanted to attack moving forward with that press was Sadio Mane. The others joined in later when you're looking at the likes of Firmino and Salah and then the Liverpool front three and the Liverpool style of playing was was, was born. Now Liverpool go into the season with Darwin Nunes and needing Darwin Nunes to hit the ground running based on the fact that Diego Jota is missing and not playing the start of the season and because you've sold Sadio Mane to Bayern Munich. So it'll be interesting to see how things start for Liverpool. It'll be interesting to see if they can be real challenges to Manchester City after missing out by a point last season. As for this game, it's difficult to call because at the end of the day, it is a glorified friendly. And for me, I'm going to just lean towards the goals here. I think both teams to score at 4-6 to six minus 150 does provide value. I don't think we're going to see a tight and cagey game. I think we're going to see a wide open game. I think we're going to see at least three goals. And I definitely don't think we'll see a clean sheet here from either team. Liverpool are expected to, to name a strong starting 11. So they could be a live dog here because the, the media is indicating that Manchester City are likely to leave more stars out. The last time these two teams played was the 3-2 win in the FA Cup semi-final. So Liverpool won the last game on neutral territory. Again, more reason to take them here as the dog. And both teams to score the strong data to support that play. That's available at 4-6 minus 150. And I like it because both teams have scored in each of the last five meetings between these two sides and they are competitive games given this one is a friendly I think the tackling will be a little bit more tame it will open the door to more opportunities and I really can't see both teams not scoring in this game and for me that is the strongest play with a sprinkle on Liverpool as an underdog here given that uh, they are likely to name a stronger team than City according to the mainstream media. 
So we now move on to the Women's Euro 2022 final. And as I predicted on the last show, it is between England and Germany. Hopefully we can finish strong here on this show with this selection because we have had a strong tournament for Euro 2022 so far. Surprisingly, um, it was something that I was on the fence about covering. Obviously, I want to maintain my credibility. I don't just want to jump into things, but I don't know. But I did a lot of research for this tournament and we've gone very strong with our locks so far. So we look to finish strong here with the final as England take on Germany with England as the 6-4 to favourites to get it done on the money line. It's 11-5 to on the draw. And the Germans are the 7-4 to four underdogs. The outright market sees England as the 3-4 to four favourites to lift the trophy, with Germany available here at 21-20. to 20. So I thought the Sweden game was going to be a lot tougher for England than it was. England sailed through. They didn't really suffer from any nerves. Obviously, we've seen nervous performances from England when they played their first game against Austria at Old Trafford. And then, of course, we saw them struggle in periods against Spain. I think Spain threw that game away. Tactically, they they tried to shut up shop and allowed England back into a game that they were controlling. That was really England's only poor performance where they rode their luck and you could say they're lucky to be here. In the Sweden game, you couldn't say that. They absolutely took that team apart. Obviously, look back earlier on in the tournament, you saw England take Norway apart as well. So for me, they have been the most impressive team in this tournament and Germany are the second most impressive team. So we do have the right two teams here in the final As for the winner, I am going to lean England to get it done and get it done in that 90-minute period here. Last time they played at a big stadium like Old Trafford, they seemed overwhelmed. But at this point in the tournament, I don't think that's going to be the case. When you look at the data here for England, you'll see that they have won 11 consecutive matches if you include extra time. The best such run in their entire history. Looking back at more history here, this team have continued to smash records throughout this tournament including the biggest ever Euros victory that was the 8-0 win against Norway and the biggest ever semi-final win which came against Sweden by four goals to nil. England have won their last four matches against top 10 ranked nations a run that actually began against this German team back in February Germany have actually only won two of the last seven matches against teams currently ranked in the top 10 of the FIFA rankings, losing two such games this year. So England are on the verge of victory here. We do have the final that we all wanted. There's going to be tons of eyes on this. This is going to be great for the women's game. As I stated on the last show, and I'm not going to bang the point home again and bang you over the head with it. If England's women do win this tournament, It's a monumental achievement. It's great for women's football. It's going to encourage women to play the game. It's going to draw more eyes on the product. It's going to get more publicity. It's just going to grow as a result of it in this country. But, 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 I don't want to hear anybody saying that's the end of the drought for for England. England haven't won the World Cup since 1966. For England to end that drought, England need to win the World Cup. The men's team need to need to win the World Cup in November. I don't think they will. But that's what needs to happen for England to end this drought. If they don't win the World Cup, the drought continues on. 
the under 21s, the under 23s, the schoolboys, the disabled teams, all of those cannot end the run and neither can the women's team. So that's what I don't want to hear. I don't want anybody pushing that narrative. Is it going to be great for the women's game? Are they going to get more money? Are they going to get more eyes on the product? Are more people going to continue watching? Yes, they will. And yes, they should, because the quality has got better. The interest levels are higher than they've ever been. So I can only see positives coming out of this as long as we don't overdo it with the woke bullshit and say that this is the end of England's trophy drought. That's the only real issue I have with it. I have no issue with putting more of it on TV. I have no issue with attendances going up. I'm not one of these people that are posting images of the, the three lions being replaced by ironing boards or or making these sexist, sexist backward comments. At the end of the day, <coughs> this is something else to watch. This is more sport. This is something else to gamble on. This can fill a gap when the men's team are taking their breaks, when they do have an international break or they do have a week off or we don't get a summer tournament. This is something else that we can watch. So for me, it's been great. For my business, it's been great to be able to continue to bet soccer this month and to do it successfully. I'm not going to complain about that. And as I said, the standard hasn't been too bad. They have massively improved. Is it as good as the men's game? No. Am I forcing myself to watch it? No. Would I prefer to watch the men's game when it returns next week? Absolutely. It's at a completely different level. I feel that any men's team would would destroy any women's team. I feel any men's youth team would still destroy a women's team. But why do we have to make the comparison? It's two completely different sports in in a way. Um, They're never going to play each other. That scenario is never going to represent itself. They are separate entities entirely and just because you enjoy one doesn't mean that you can't enjoy the other and most significantly here for this podcast you can bet on both and a win in a women's game at the price of 10 to 11 let's say and a bet in a men's game at the price of 10 to 11 it still returns you the same winnings and that's all we should really give a fuck about here on the soccer gambling podcast closing out with your lock here for this show I kind of want to go for something in the women's final to keep our record going and to finish strong. But I think the standout play has to come from the Community Shield. And that's what we're going to go with. We're going to go with both teams to score available at the price of four to six minus 150. I just cannot see why both teams don't find a net in this game. As I said, defences aren't going to be going all out here. This is a glorified friendly at the end of the day. We've seen both teams score in five straight games between these two teams and they have been competitive games. And this is the community shield or the charity shield as it used to be called. So I think that is the strongest play on the board out of these two games. So we are going to take Liverpool and Manchester City, both teams to score as your lock here for this show. Before I close out, let me let you know what's to come here. I'll be doing two editions of the fight show this weekend, one covering UFC and one covering WWE SummerSlam, which should already be available because SummerSlam happens tomorrow. From there, we'll be dropping the World Cup show, an early preview of the World Cup. Then I'll have a couple of days off and then you'll have three Premier League previews. One will be a fantasy preview. Then we'll have two previews looking at the season futures. And then, of course, this week we'll also have 
game week one of the EPL show as well. That will be followed by a preview of uh, Scamessa Italia because the Italian league starts later than the EPL. But all of this is coming soon. It's going to be a massive, massive month, a massive, massive week. So make sure you are subscribed to the Soccer Gambling Podcast. And if you want to get those fight shows, make sure you are subscribing to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. But until then, that's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.